the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Welcome to It's Your Life, and you probably figured out by now, I'm not James Cooley. (laughs) Even when I try to drop my voice way down here, I'm still Paula Shaw, and I am sitting in today for James, who's taking a well, well well-deserved rest day. And with me today is the usual co-host who you all know and love, Michelle Cooley. Hello, Michelle. How are you? Hi, Paula. I'm doing great. I'm so (laughs) glad you're here. You're our guest host, and we're just so excited to have you here. Well, and I am delighted to be here to help give that man a day off. (laughs) And also with us is the formidable Noah. Ooh, I like that. Formidable. That's great. Absolutely, dear. I like to call him like I see him. (laughs) And we have an extraordinary guest we're going to be introducing you to in just a little bit. And his name is Eric Devine. And I'm telling you, I think it was kind of divine synchronicity that brought this man into my life. Because we actually met at an airport back in the day when people used to actually talk to each other in airports and weren't just glued to their cell phones. We met, we talked, we shared a meal And we have been friends ever since. And I can't wait to share him with you. And Michelle and Noah, for the first time, are getting to meet him, too. And we're all going to have some real fun and some great information that we're going to share together. You know what? You're right, Paula. People in the airports, they don't really talk anymore. Everyone's always busy and in rush, just trying to get to their connection yeah. or just trying to get their luggage and get out the airport. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's good that you established that connection with Mr. V- the Divine and that, you know, he's become a friend of yours and that he was gracious enough to appear as a guest on the show tonight. I'm uh, tickled pink. And I think you all will be, too. So, Michelle, um, in an effort to remain humble, (laughs) instead of telling our listeners anything about me, may I ask you to do that for me? Yes. Our guest host tonight on the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, is Paula Shaw. Paula Shaw is a life transitions coach and grief specialist. She's also a best-selling author, a keynote speaker, and media host on her own show, Change It Up Radio with Paula Shaw on AM 1170 and FM 96.1, The Answer in San Diego. 
For more than 25 years, Paula has been dedicated to helping people navigate the stress of change and challenge using mind and body tools and techniques. She has degrees in education and communications from Long Beach State University, as well as graduate counseling credentials in grief and addictive disorders from Loyola Marymount University. Paula is the author of several books, including Chakras, The Magnificent Seven, Grief, When Will This Pain Ever End? And her latest book, Saying the Right Thing When You Don't Know What to Say. Paula, your biography speaks for itself. You've done so many things, and you're our guest host on the show today. How do you feel about that? You know what? I'm delighted because I don't, I think your listeners know, but the reason your show exists is because James was a guest on my show one day, and after the show, I introduced him to the station manager here, and it was sort of love at first sight, like they just adored each other. And, and literally, Steve, the general manager, offered JC a show right there in the hallway. It, it was like so meant to be, and the rest, as they say, is history. So it's very cool to get to jump in and help out on this show, which I feel like I had a part in helping to become a reality. Well, you know what? Um, it was divine intervention when Steve um, met James. And also it was divine intervention when James has Noah as the producer of his show. And mm. we really appreciate you, Noah. I mean, you have taught us so much, and uh, we don't know what we would do without you. He's the best. Yeah, sometimes you have people in radio, and they think, oh, all the producers are the, are the same, and you know they kind of do the same thing. But w- when you can connect, when a producer and a host can actually connect and have a similar vision that really makes all the difference in the world. And James and I really have a similar vision on what it takes to make a better life and make a better radio program. And yeah, I bring the radio expertise to constantly make It Your Life a better live radio program. But because we're on the same page, Paula, it really, you could hear the passion about the topics and the guests that we bring on the show each and every night. Yeah, you can, you can. And it's infectious. And that's why I knew you guys would be so delighted and excited about Eric Divine, because there's so much that you all share in common in terms of where he's come from, what he's done, and what he wants to bring to the world now. So, Michelle, why don't I have you tell our listeners a bit about Eric? Great. Well, first of all, I want to tell you what the tonight show's title is. It's Being an Entrepreneur, the Divine Way. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of the show is getting to know the background entrepreneur, Eric Divine, discuss the life lessons he learned growing up and the challenges he faced, talk about his real estate business, and learn about his YouTube channel, The Divine Way TV. Eric Devine was born in 1977 in San Antonio, Texas, the son of a hardworking special education teacher and a father that was one of the first African-Americans to be hired as an engineer by IBM. Eric grew up with an entrepreneurial spirit, watching a single mother raise three children. 
At age nine, he began looking for ways he could contribute to the monthly expenses. Starting his first lawn mowing service before the fifth grade, he would go on to start several businesses as 18. When his mom encouraged him to get a real job, he learned he wasn't built to be a regular employee by getting fired from approximately 18 jobs. <laughs> Eric had a proud father who would preach the value of owning real estate. So at the ages of 23 and 26, brothers Eric and Greg purchased their first property in Dallas, Texas. After the dot-com economic collapse, the brothers moved to Oakland, California to dive full-time into real estate. By 2004, they bought their first fourplex in East Oakland. With a hyper-focused vision towards retirement through investing, they managed not only to survive the Great Recession in 2008, but build a tremendous real estate portfolio. The success included their colleagues and friends who had come to them for investing help. Today, the Divine Brothers are focused on teaching financial literacy and encouraging entrepreneurs to reach their goals. They do this through online coaching and their YouTube channel, The Divine Way TV. This encompasses real estate along with general investment knowledge and business acumen. They believe in the Divine Way. Follow the numbers, stick to the plan, invest in your future. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. Eric Devine. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> introduction. My goodness. I'm humbled. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Eric. It's so delightful to have you here. And It's a pleasure to be here. We have only a few minutes before we're going to need to take a break, but I would love you to start with telling our listeners how you began. Because you weren't born into wealth, were you? No, not at all. Um, my parents divorced very early. I think I was two years old. Um, so all I saw was single mom. And, and we, we moved to Texas. And I, it was, you know, on a, on a, imagine a teacher's education, raising three kids <laughs> in the South. Um, and, uh, you know, my brother and I and my so my, I have an older sister, a younger brother. I'm the middle child, and so it was quite a journey to find ourselves, you know, struggling so early, struggling through middle school, and all of a sudden, um, you know, life oppor- life changing opportunities showed themselves, and and sometimes we don't jump on those opportunities. But uh, I was I'm, I'm going to share that with our audience today, how I was able to find these opportunities in my life take advantage of them, build on them, and, um, and make it this far in my life where I can turn around and, and teach others. I love that so much. I think it's such a great thing when people who have reached a certain place in life give back. And that's one of the things I love about what you're doing right now, Eric. Michelle, I can see that you're just bursting with a question. <laughs> well, before we go into break, um, Eric, can you tell us a little bit about your educational background? Um, was that for me? My question? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Educational background. Okay. I was um, a product of the public school system all the way up to eighth grade. Um, <clears throat> my student counselor at that time uh, gave me an opportunity to go to uh, get a partial scholarship for a private school. I ended up going to Texas Military Institute Ooh. For, uh, for my high school years. That'll create and- some discipline, won't it, Eric? <laughs> you know the name. The name's a little more official than the experience, but, uh, but um, it did. It did bring a, a shift in my mm. 
uh, outlook on life that I, I will always be grateful for and, and the people that it brought into my life. And then from there, um, I went to St. Edwards University in Austin, Texas. College was not an option. My mother, my mother was a special ed teacher, so um, you just went after 12th grade. It was college. I didn't know I, didn't know I had a choice. So <laughs> um, two years there, um, and then I transferred to St. Mary's University, and that's where I graduated from. Beautiful. And your mother, who you mentioned, I know is very special. And when we come back from the break, I'd like to begin with talking a bit about your mom, her values, and what that did for you and Greg, and your sister. We will be right back. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Are you a veteran over the age of 65 or were you married to a veteran over the age of 65? If so, we want to make sure you're getting all the VA benefits you deserve. Veterans Advocacy Associates is a nonprofit organization whose sole goal is to help veterans get the benefits they've earned and deserve. They've helped thousands of veterans and their surviving spouses understand and receive VA benefits. Call them even if you have previously been denied. Call 951-296-6755 or visit myvaa.org. That's myvaa. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on Smart Speakers and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I am Paula Shaw. Sitting in for James Cooley today, and I am so excited and delighted to be helping out with his show because it's a wonderful show with a wonderful message. The wonderful Michelle Cooley, his wife, is co-hosting today. We've got no on board as usual. And our guest today, who we just got to introduce in the last segment, is Eric Devine, who is an entrepreneur 
and a major success story, but he began with very humble beginnings. So Eric, you and I have talked before, and I know a lot about your story, but I think one of my favorite parts is that you grew up with serious poverty. Even though your mother worked three jobs, she sometimes couldn't pay for the electricity bill, right? That's correct. That's correct. And, and, and uh, I have some funny stories to share. Well, I would love you to do that because one of the things that always blew me away about you is sometimes when kids grow up and the circumstances are dire, they're bitter or they're angry at their parents for not giving them better circumstances. And yet you have such respect and adoration for your mother. So tell us a little bit about what was her secret how did she get her sons so on board with great values when life wasn't easy? Well, we, she led by example. I, I think that's what it was. She worked three jobs, um, still made sure we made it to our soccer and baseball practices and basketball, all sports, um, and did it with a smile, mm-hmm. with grace, and, um, and most importantly, a sense of humor. She would always say, that everything that we went through built, it builds character. And I said, my goodness, mom, you're, you must be training me for Hollywood, mom, because there's lots of character building in this <laughs> life that we're living. And she would just laugh it off and, you know, mm-hmm. positive. That was her outlook. Mm. So she was and the queen of positivity, huh? A little ahead of her time. To this day, to this day. Mm. Yes, yes. And, um, and she wouldn't show, she was, didn't show, you know, her... I'm sure she was struggling at times emotionally, um, but we couldn't, we wouldn't see it. Mm. Uh, I think I saw her cry two or three times my entire life. Wow. And we laugh about that too. And I said, mom, I'm going to therapy for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, she was a super mom and um, we would come home. It was usually the last week of the month and the lights would be out. And my brother and I would say, um, she would say, it might be a power outage. <laughs> we'd look across the street and our friends would have lights. Mom, Jake's across the street. He's got power. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I might have forgot to pay the bill. Mm. Um, okay, but that lasted maybe two or three times. Pretty soon we just knew, okay, mom's struggling. We need a hustle. Mm. Let me go push the lawnmower up the street and uh, knock on everybody's door and, and let them t- say no to my face. And, uh, and I would smile and I have my lawnmower. I must've been 10, 11, 12 years old. And they would say, yes. And I would say $20, 10 for the front and 10 for the back. Hey, that's a swinging deal. Let's do it. <laughs> I would put that money in, in the same place and I, and I would be asleep, right? It would be right by my door. I'd be asleep. I'd see my mom's hand reach into the door, grab the money. She needed it. Mm-hmm. And I said, mom, it's there for you. And that's the way we, we were a team. I love that. That that is amazing, Eric. I mean, that just shows that, you know, you know, as children, you just took it upon yourself to just help out your mother 
And even though you were children yourselves, you knew that you had to do it as a team, as a family. So based on that, you know, your circumstances and the financial challenges growing up, some, some, some children, some people um, end up, you know, let's say addicted to drugs or alcohol or turning to crime to get the finances that they need. What, why did you take such a different path? Uh, again, I think that that's a great question. It was really just my mom leading by example. If she can work three jobs and do it with a smile, I can get out there and push a lawnmower. I could make jewelry. I could sell candy at school, um, which is what I did. I just would come up with different business ideas and, and not just and execute on them. And I learned that um, it, it changed my relationship with money, too. I realized that money is a tool. And we need it for survival. It's not something to get a, attached to. It comes and goes. And mm. if I could just figure out a way to make it come into our lives a little bit more to help mom make it to the end of the month, well, then that's what my job was to do. Eric, how did you learn that? Were there mentors? Were there, was there books you read? How did you figure out how to work with money well? Well, my brother counts pennies. <laughs> to this day, my brother counts pennies, and I couldn't, I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you if it wasn't for the balance that my brother brings into my life. Mm. He's a saver. He would iron the dollar. I would watch him <laughs> turn on the iron and literally iron the dollars that he earned. I would give them to my mom. Mm. I would spend them. I didn't have the same connection with money. So mm. the balance that my brother brings into my life, and we're only 16 months apart, literally like twins. Um, is why we're able, we were able to get as far in life as, as a team, as a family. Eric, I'm very curious. Producer Noah here, you shared a little bit about your mother and you know what she had done in order to get you and your brother on the right path and motivated. But what lessons did you learn from your father? Were they similar? Were they different? Um, my father was um, ex-military and an entrepreneur himself. He left IBM uh, in I believe around the time I was born to start a real estate business. So and my mom, although they were divorced, my mom never talked ill of my father. Your dad chose to live in California. I chose to live in Texas. And every summer, uh, to your question, Noah, I would get a phone call. I would talk with my dad, but every summer my brother and I would get on a plane. When That's when you could just get on a plane and fly as children by yourself. No adult just flew and we'd land in Oakland, California. Dad would pick us up and we'd have those two weeks with dad in California. And he was the one that would teach us, make sure your nails are clean. Make sure your shoes are clean. Make sure you're neat. Made sure you were presentable. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, uh, and then he would tell us, you know, the importance of being an entrepreneur. He would take us with him around, the projects that he was doing, work he was doing. Um, so we got a lot of, of, of the entrepreneurial from dad, and we've got a lot of survival skills and hustle and grit from mom mm. combine the two. Nice, nice combination. And, and I think maybe from both of them, you also learn to be kind. Y- you learn to be good people. What, you, what helped you form that within you, Eric? It was the neighborhood I grew up 
in um, in San Antonio, Texas. Um, all, those were the days where all the kids would be outside riding bikes and playing. And one of the best friends in the neighborhood was hearing impaired. And he was a grade below me, and we were like brothers. Mm. He was even like a brother to my brother, Greg. And at, at, instead of what I um, see others do maybe at, at that age is to tease or to bully, um, we learn sign language. Mm. So on the fly, we made our own language. I mean, he, he knew sign language. He must have been third. We must have been third, fourth grade at that time. But we learned a language <laughs> using our hands and he could read our lips a little bit. And, and that was, uh, for me, the beginning of, of um, accepting all, everyone. Mm. You know, you, you don't, you know, you don't treat others the way you, you want to be treated. That young man grew up to be, uh, his name is Stephen Mucha. He, this is the type of friend he is. I was saying just yet two weeks ago, well, it would be nice to have a jet ski. Here we are, 44 years old. I'm talking about we met in third grade. Uh-huh. It would be nice to have a jet ski. And uh, I called my friend Stephen in Texas, and I said, you know, do you still have that jet ski? He said, yeah, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to drive it to California. Last week, he drove all the way from Texas to California, dropped the jet ski off, stayed a couple nights, and drove all the way back to Texas. Mm. That's the friendship and brotherhood that we have today. So now I got a jet ski in the garage. Anybody want to go on the water? Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) We've been friends for life. So, um, yeah, uh, just learning, uh, you know, I I lost a friend in sixth grade to leukemia. Mm. Um, That was very hard for me. Um, So, you know, going through certain things as a kid, being a black kid, you know, I'm, my mom is very fair, Spanish. So we're in Texas with a, you know, there's a lot of challenges. It, it, you don't match your mama. Mm. What's going on here? We're trying <laughs> to figure this out. So I'm, I'm dealing with not only being, you know, looking for that father figure, looking for that mentor to be close to me uh, in Texas, but also dealing with, you know, the um, other kids perception of you right challenge your perception of yourself and eric we are going to have to take a quick break but when we come back let's pursue that because i think it's a huge part of who you are we'll be right back there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on it's your life with james cooley There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or 
need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life with James Cooley. Sitting in for him today, I'm Paula Shaw. We're giving him a little day off. And with me is... Michelle Cooley, the co-host that you're all always used to being with and you know and love, and of course, our producer Noah, and our guest today, Eric Devine. If you're just joining us, you really want to go back after this and listen to the whole show, because Eric has shared some really wonderful, wonderful insight and wonderful lessons with us, and Michelle... Why don't you take it from right here? And I just have this woman's intuition. You're bursting with a question for Eric. <laughs> yes, I am. But I want to remind our audience, if you want to be part of the show, call in at one 1170 1-888-344-1170. Eric, I know you mentioned that, you know, you work with your brother and, you know, sometimes family's working together. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> How have you and your brother, Greg, I believe, made it successful? Well, that starts all the way back in childhood. Um, again, since we were only 16 months apart, uh, we were on the same Little League baseball team. We were on the same soccer team all the way up through high school, always learning how to win together and how to lose together. And those lessons are no different when we're applied as adults to our business. We have great days and we have bad days, and we learn how to get over the bad days, learn from them, and move on. And so it was really that childhood bond that we had. Our parents would always say, you know, um, you guys need to stay tight. And, you know, if you have a disagreement, work it out. But we did that naturally. Hmm. You know, I, I, I really love the idea that you have been able to create this success with your brother because 
we all know about sibling rivalry. We all know, as Michelle said, sometimes it works and sometimes it sucks. But I think um, there are challenges, though. You know, today everybody talks about entrepreneurship like it's this glamorous, perfect way to get to live your life filled with freedom and unlimited money. But that's not always the case, is it, Eric? Absolutely not. I would say every entrepreneur has a struggle behind their success, and um, and few share it. So um, I, I definitely want to be transparent to other aspiring entrepreneurs to let them know that uh, the challenges that come with it, because you might uh, it may change your life. It may allow you to be a better um, worker um, at, at at your nine to five job. It, it may encourage you to leave your job. So whatever it does for you, I just want to be transparent in my journey. Mm-hmm. But it's a big job, right? It's kind of like the never-ending to-do list, the long hours. There's always something to do as an entrepreneur, isn't there? It's 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I stare at the ceiling sometime, two or three in the morning, um, thinking, did I forget to do something? Do I need to do something else? Oh. Don't let kids get involved. Now you have kids and you're trying to be an entrepreneur. But <laughs> I, I think that the timing in which I knew what I wanted to do uh, in my 20s, in my teens and 20s, so um, I had a lot of time to take the bumps and bruises in, in my early age so that it's, it's kind of on autopilot mid-30s, and especially in my 40s, I can turn around and, and go back to all the people that that are looking for a mentor and be that for them. You know, Eric, you just you hit the nail right on the head with me, something I'm very big on, and it kind of, in my mind, does relate to mental health, but no matter what industry you are in, it transcends, the principle's the same, is everybody, especially when they're young, really does need to have a mentor, somebody that can set them on the right path and say, hey, you know what, I've been here, here are some of the trials and tribulations that I faced, this is how I overcame it, and even though the situation might not be exact, you can actually learn and grow at a speed in which you probably would not have got to by yourself. So talk to us now about how important mentorship is to you personally. That's a great question, Noah. And I'll tell you the moment I can, I can, I can hear it. The moment my life changed forever was when I went to left the private school on public school systems where I was struggling. I, I think I sat in front of the principal more than my teacher some days, I feel like. <laughs> so I was often in trouble and I said, gosh, this opportunity to go to this private school comes along and almost um, ignoring that opportunity because of fear of change and new environment, I took it. My brother and I end up at this military school in San Antonio, which is an elite school. And I'm, on my first day, my mom had to drop us off early in the morning because she had to be all the way downtown to be teaching. So mom would drive us. 35 minutes, drop us off at this private school, and then drive another 30, 45 minutes to downtown San Antonio every single day. Mm. So I'm sitting out there, first day of school. It's cold because the sun hasn't come up yet. And I hear an engine like I've never heard before. 
It was a V12 engine. I, I said, what sound is that? And I was a car kid. I had posters all over my, my room. And it's, the sound is getting closer and closer, almost to where my feet are vibrating from the sound of this engine getting closer. And I look, and it's a picture of the car that was on my poster in my room, a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And I say, wow. I say, I've never been this close to a Ferrari, let alone my dream car. Mm-hmm. Door opens up. Out pops a little black kid. Man, I see that kid look, kind of looks like us. <laughs> and it... I'd never seen that before. Mm. And the kid puts on his backpack and kind of walks, you know, we're all kind of awkward at that age, long arms, feet size 12 and 13, but <laughs> skinny legs. We're all built the same. And he sits down next to us. I said, what's your name? I said, I, said, I asked him that. He said, my name is Damon. I said, he didn't even talk about the car you got out. Is he humble? Is he being... I'd never seen this before. I thought I, was, I wanted to touch him, make sure he was real. He, I said, what did your dad do? He said, he's a, my dad's a doctor. I, I said, gosh, I said, I'm going to school. I'm going to school with Bill Cosby's son, Dr. Huxable or something. It was, it changed my life. <laughs> he ended up inviting us over to his house. I meet his dad. And they have, I, you know, it's like being at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. If you remember that show? Yes. That was my experience at this private school every single day. Wow. Wow. And, and that was my, he ended up being a mentor. Long story short, um, he, w- he was a mentor through college. From that day on, he was my mentor. Oh. Uh, so inspiring. Yeah, it changed is. my life for sure. You really do have a lot of divine synchronicities in your life, I think, Eric. I think we all do. Yeah. But a lot of us don't have our, our, our glasses on to recognize what's in front of us, and mm-hmm. we miss them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so true. You know, I have this secret fantasy that someday I'm going to write a book called My Divine Life, and it's going to be about those very things, you know, all the incredible things that have happened to me. One of my favorite sayings is, sometimes I'm just dragged kicking and screaming to paradise, and bad things happen to me in the best possible way. And I think that's part of what's helped me to turn things around in my life. How about you, Michelle? Oh, yes, most definitely. You know, um, sometimes it's those moments, well, of course, it's those moments that you definitely don't expect. But, um, you know, Eric, I can really I can really identify with your story in a lot in a lot of ways. But we don't have time to discuss that right now. But um, we're actually um, getting ready to take a commercial break right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll let our listening audience know that um, we will get back on the next segment with our guest, Mr. Eric Devine. If you want to be part of the show, call one eight eight. 344-1170 The James Cooley Show It's Your Life We'll be right back There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. 
We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. Paula Shaw here, sitting in for James Cooley today and having a wonderful time with co-host Michelle Cooley and also Noah, the the formidable Noah, as I like to refer to him, our You producer. just keep saying that, Paula. I like that. <laughs> you bet, buddy. And, of course, our wonderful guest, Eric Devine. So, Eric, we've, we've had some great conversation about where you came from. So let's share with the listeners a little bit. How did you make money? How did you become a success? What, what's happening there? And what do you want to do now? Well, uh, how I started making money was uh, my, my brother and I started uh, buying real estate, investing in real estate through my father's instruction, you know, um, and guidance. Um, he had been doing it since the 70s and 80s, and so my brother and I find ourselves after buying our first place in Dallas, Texas, um, in 2000. That literally months after we graduated college, we were closing on our first condominium in, in uh, uptown area of Dallas. My brother graduated from SMU in Dallas, so um, we are living the bachelor life and in mm-hmm. and loving. Love and life. And then I always knew, but I was sitting on, I believe, Highway 75 in Dallas, Texas. I had purchased my dream car because I got my, my first job. I think I was making $80,000 a year at that time. My brother was making, you know, a little bit more than I, I was at the time. So in my mind, life was great, you know. I, I bought my first dream car. It was a BMW. And, and I remember just sitting there in traffic. Um and everybody honking and give, showing me the finger. I didn't know if they were number one or whatever that meant at the time. I didn't know what they were saying, but I, I said, I can't be in this race. I can't be in this kind of like, this doesn't feel right for me. So I'm going to 
I'm leaving this. I, I'm getting. I'm going to leave this job some kind of way. My, call my mom. My mom said, "Baby, you can't leave that job. You're making more than me. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. You're going to leave this job?" I said, "Mom." Meanwhile, the dot com collapse happens. My brother loses his job. Oh. He's on the. He hops in his car and drives straight to California. I'm living in our bachelor pad by myself now, and I'm able to pay the mortgage, and you know I'm making good money, and I. I tell my girlfriend at the time, um, I'm leaving. She tells me I'm crazy. My mom tells me I'm crazy. She tells me I'm crazy. I I start to wonder, am I crazy? (laughs) I got the U-Haul truck. I put in my two weeks notice after that expired. I I loaded my car on the back of a trailer and drove straight to Oakland, California. And then what? It started... Just started buying real estate, uh, learning, learning first, lots of learning, working for free, learning the fundamentals of electric, electricity and plumbing and roofing and uh, from an old, you know, old, uh, he, he kind of looked like Bookman from Good Times, but <laughs> a little bit older. So, so for people that, that knows what he, that, that he wore coveralls every day, he taught us all the fundamentals of owning real estate. And then we started buying and... So, Eric, you're flipping houses then, correct? Is that what you're referring to? No, we, we were buying and holding. Oh. So I, I remember the first fourplex that I purchased was from a, a, an older black gentleman who had, was a, um, worked at the post office. Mm-hmm. And this was, he was, I believe, in his 70s at the time and was selling. I would knock on everybody's door in that East Oakland neighborhood and say, Hi, my name's Eric Devine. I'm from San Antonio, Texas. I want to buy your property. <laughs> if you ever want to sell, call me. I didn't have any money. I was just going to figure it out. <laughs> and and guess what? They started calling. Oh. He called me and he said, uh, Eric, come over to my house. Uh, you know, my dad had a duplex right across the street. And I was, my brother and I were working every day on the duplex because dad was too busy to take care of properties. That wasn't really his thing. But we were. We liked working with our hands, painting, pride of ownership is what we brought. And so mm. the, the owner of the buildings across the street and people on the block would see me working every day in my coveralls. And he called me, he said, come to my house, let's talk. He said, sit down, you, you want to have a beer? I, and I, and I'm, I think I'm 24, 25. Sure, I'll have a beer. He brings a root beer. <laughs> he sits a root beer down. And he says, you know what, you're going to be very rich one day, but you got to be patient. And I told him, I want to be rich now. He said, no, 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 no. Just be patient. Everything with moderation. He was giving me lessons at the same time. Long story short, we bought his building for $525,000. Had to put down a $100,000 down payment. We, we uh, you know, the uh, properties appreciate. We refinance, pull some cash out of that one, buy the next one. Mm. And actually, the, the gentleman, the owner of the property next door to that gentleman uh, also was a, a gentleman from Africa who was a professor at a university of Berkeley. He calls us, my brother and I sit down at his house. He says, okay, guys, I saw what you, yeah, I've been watching you boys and you want to buy my building? Yes, sir. We ended up buying that building right next door to the one that we had just purchased. So my, in my vision is starting to come true. I'm buying the block. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm getting excited. I'm starting to talk to everybody, you know, <laughs> and, and we just started building those relationships, being in the, out in the streets every day, talking to people is how we started finding real estate opportunities. 
Eric, we only have a couple of minutes left, and I want to get this question in before we run out of time. Producer Noah again. Tell us uh, and our listening audience about your YouTube channel show, The Divine Way TV, how it got started, what it's about, because I know a lot of younger people listening, they're on social media. Podcasting has kind of become become the thing. I'm into podcasting myself besides my radio show, so I think this could have an impact on some people listening out there. Okay, I'll get right into that. That's a great question. Um, I was sitting, uh, I now have a house overlooking San Francisco on the water. The backyard is my bay. And a friend of mine comes up behind me and he says, Eric, boy, look at that view. You don't have to do anything the rest of your life. This is about a year ago. I said, and I, in that moment, I said, gosh, he's right. And I felt so guilty. I felt, um, I felt like my mission uh, I felt a new purpose come over me after he said that. And that's how the divine way was born. It's basically telling the story of, of our lives and how we started investing and all the challenges that come with investing and being an entrepreneur. We want to give that to the youth. We want to give that back to the people who also have nine to five jobs who are just afraid of investing to, to take control of your retirement and through the Divine Way TV, our U- which is our YouTube channel and Instagram, it's the Divine is spelled D-E-V-I-N-E Way TV. We started uh, put together a production company, and we've just started sharing our story, our investment journey, uh, uh, and um, it's resonated very well with people. We've we've been a part of twenty, and it's growing twenty people becoming millionaires in real estate. Oh, I love that. Eric, how can people reach you or f- learn more about you? Can you give them that contact info? And I'm sure we'll also put it in the show notes. Absolutely. Um, our Instagram, you could uh, direct message us through the Divine Way TV on, at the Divine Way TV on Instagram. Also, you can you know subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Divine Way TV through YouTube. We're also on Facebook and, and Twitter and other forms of social media. But we, we offer one-on-one coaching um, for those that, are, are, that need that. And, um, and so that's where we are. The, the future of the Divine Way TV is just going to be continued to scale and reach, reach the people who need this, um, need a mentor or mm-hmm. need to just see our story. I think your story has been inspirational to everybody. Don't you, Michelle? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, I know when you get through all the questions, Eric, but the questions we did get to, um, your story sounds amazing, your entrepreneurial spirit, the lessons you learned from your parents. And uh, we, we thank you for being a guest on the James mm-hmm. Cooley Show. And we will be in New York for the rest of the week for the James Cooley It's Your Life Show. And thank you for allowing me a chance to guest host. And thank you to all our listeners. It was great fun. And Eric, bless you for all you've shared. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life. 
where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.